0: We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGPNNBA to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast. Take number five, six, seven. I don't know where we're at, but we'll get into that in a second here. (laughs) It is Friday, uh, October 22nd, close to one o'clock on the East Coast. Uh, Joining me, we've tried to figure it out. We've had some issues, but nothing is going to stop us from getting this content out. The man, the co-host of the NBA Gambling Podcast and contributor, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, also on the college football and soon to start college basketball. Experience Terrell Furman. Terrell. Hopefully, this time this works out better for us, buddy. How are you doing? Oh
1: my gosh. I wish the people could know what we're going through. I was just <laughs> so frustrated. I was punching air. I was doing everything real like I I <laughs> Because I have an itch, man. I got to get this content out. I have to get this content out. And when I wasn't going to get it out, I, that itch wasn't getting yeah. scratched. And I was I was getting my nerves. But we we here. I got some picks. We got some locks. We got Friday's parlays. Yes. Uh, they give out. So let's go ahead and get out to the people, man. We don't waste yeah. enough time off off air. Let's get it to them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Everything Terrell said, man. We, we've been working through some issues this morning, but hopefully we've got this figured out. So quickly plan for the show. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the games for today on the Friday schedule. Uh, we're going to give you player props, uh, side and total. If we like it on any of the games and like Terrell said, it's Friday. So that means Friday's parlays. Both, um, Terrell and I will give you a parlay at the end of the show for the Friday game. So Terrell, let's just get right into it, man. Uh, want to crank out these games to get it out to our listeners. Uh, let's start with this first game here, man, the Indiana Pacers, are visiting the Washington Wizards, currently seeing a line of the Wizards favored minus one and a half with a total of 228 and a half. Uh, what are your thoughts about this game, But Hey, man, this one is a lot for me. Like,
1: okay. this, this, I'm just going to say it right now. This is a lot for me. The Pacers are going to come in here, and the Pacers are going to beat the Wizards, like, uh, you know, I've said this. I don't think the Wizards are a good squad. I don't think they're particularly that like that good at all. I think they're a pickup team of basketball stars that are just about to try to figure it out for 82 games. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you look at the details of that Raptors game where they just kind of steamrolled over the Raptors, they got out-rebounded by the Raptors. Like yeah. the Raptors out-rebounded them and, you know, it's still prototypical that – This team struggles with rebounds and nothing really changed with that. You know, teams can get boards on them. So, uh, I think if the Pacers get the rebounding edge on them, I don't think the Pacers are going to have the terrible shooting night that the Raptors did. And I think the Pacers are going to roll over them. So, uh, I'm on Pacers plus one and a half here. That's a lock for me this week. It's my only lock of the day, honestly. Uh, I think the Pacers are going to roll. I'm all, all over Sabonis over uh, 11 and a half rebounds. I think that he is going to be. This is the matchup that he can exploit. Like I said, they struggle rebounding. That's one of one of my best bets uh, in this game.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Let, let's if we go back to uh, what the Pacers did against the Hornets in that first half before they kind of let the game slip away in the second half. They were up convincingly. I think they were up like 65. Uh, sorry, 75 to uh, 59. So they were controlling that game in the first half. Come the second mm-hmm. half, they got a little complacent in that third quarter where the Charlotte Hornets outscored them by 20. Um, but if you kind of take a look at what the Pacers have up and down, the one player, I mean, we, we talked about Sabonis. We talked about, you know, Drew Holiday. Sorry, uh, Justin Holiday, Miles Turner, Malcolm Brogdon. But I really like their rookie, Chris Duarte, who had a great debut in yes, exactly. this game. Yeah, 27 points. Uh, on 9-15 shooting, he was 6-9 from three-point land, 3-3 three of three from free throws, also had five rebounds. So I think this is exciting. Um, a pickup for the Pacers, I agree with you. I like this plus one and a half. Uh, any thoughts on the total here, uh, Terrell? Uh,
1: probably over. I'm pretty sure were of the Pacers and the Wizards, the teams that hit 300 last year in yeah. one of their games, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah, they hit 300 uh, points in one of their games. Yeah, um, as you can see, this Pacers team gave up uh, What 130 points to the Hornets yeah, um, in their first game. Me. So, yeah, 100. Yeah, so they still give up a whole bunch of points. The Wizards are going to give up a whole bunch of points. I think this will be a little bit of a track meet, but I, mm. I expect the Pacers to be able to pull away with people just like, you know, Chris Duarte, who yeah. averaged 13.7 points per game in the preseason and attempted almost five threes a game and made one and a half every game. So, He's a bona fide scorer. He has the green light on this team. And I, I love Chris Duarte props today. I think that, you know, he's, he's like Drake. He's like Drake and took Drake's lyrics and brought it to life when they said that <laughs> I'm the rookie and the vet. When there he said I'm the rookie yeah. and the vet. Like, he's, he's a rookie, but he's one of the oldest rookies in the draft, if not yeah. the oldest in the draft. So uh, even though, you know, he's a rookie, he's been around the block. He knows what to do, and he's acclimating to this so well.
0: Yeah, I agree with everything they said. I really like Chris Duarte. I'm looking at his points prop uh, for tonight also, and also LaMelo Ball, man. Let's not discount what he did on opening night, uh, but we'll get to that when uh, when we talk about the Hornets. Um, anything else for this uh, game, Terrell? You want to move on to the next one? No, let's go. All right, let's move on to the your New York Knicks visiting the Orlando Magic. Currently seeing a line of the New York Knicks favored by eight points on the road with a total of 213. Uh, Terrell, what do you got for this game?
1: Yeah, you know I like the Knicks. You know okay. I like the Knicks in this one. And uh, Orlando is just not there. Uh, it's early in the season. You got a rookie head coach, and they're just not going to look good early on. Now, I think Orlando is a team that's going to find their, pick up their stride later on in the season and start mm-hmm. to win a few games and cover more spreads. But I don't expect them to put it together early in the season, even at being at home. Um, the Knicks, we know they're a heavy defensive team, and that's going to be you know, very smothering for a very young uh, Orlando team to just kind of get out of that. The Knicks are going to give you 110% from start to finish all the way yeah. through the end, mm-hmm. and I just don't think that they have anybody that can stop Julius Randle. Julius Randle may have another big day today because I don't think they have anybody that can slow him down remotely.
0: Yeah, I agree with, you with uh, everything that you said, right? Like, they have new head coach, a lot of young guys on this Orlando Magic team. I'm not, I don't think it'll be a concern because it's early in the season that they are coming off a double overtime game, but they did have a day off yesterday to kind of rest and recuperate. Uh, Now you're heading into Orlando. Um, I'm going to go the other way here. I'm going to take the points at home with Orlando Magic here just because they're a room uh, underdog. uh, Sorry, a home underdog. Um, But I do agree with what you said about, you know, the Knicks that they might impose their will here on the Orlando Magic. But I just feel like that the, this is a Magic thing that could probably hang around uh, against this New York Knicks team. Maybe a letdown spot maybe for the Knicks, but uh, we'll see how it plays out. And again, these are going to be bets that I'm placing at very smaller units because, Terrell, I think you can agree that we're kind of still filling out some of these teams because we only oh, have one game under the regular season, right?
1: Yeah, no, really, honestly, you probably shouldn't even be – like betting in early on in the season, especially in the NBA. Like there's a lot of, you know, experienced bettors that say they don't even bet NBA until like a month into the season. Yeah. So definitely light units here, you know, take your time, get a feel. And here's your time to ch- take chances. Like here's the yeah. time to take chances on guys that you believe that their props are going to skyrocket throughout the course of the season. You can get you some easy money.
0: Mm-hmm, 100%, man. Let's go to the next game here. We got the Charlotte Hornets as a road favorite minus two and a half taking on the Evan Mobley, the three uh, seven-footers that they have starting. (laughs) We'll get to that in a second. They have three (laughs) seven-footers starting. Yeah, so it's uh, uh, Hornets going into Cleveland favored by two and a half, total of uh, 225 and a half. Uh, Terrell, what do you got for this game? I know we talked about offline that they have three seven-footers starting for uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. But the funny part was I mentioned to you is that when they played the Memphis Grizzlies in, the, uh, in their opening game uh, for the season, they still gave up 70 points in the paint when you have three seven-footers. I thought that was crazy. That's but, ridiculous. Yeah. Where are you at with this game?
1: And you said they got out-rebounded. You said yeah. they got out-rebounded by, by the Grizzlies, 17. and they had three, and three seven, <laughs> Like, dog, what are you, what are you doing up there? Like, <laughs> I just knew, I just knew coming into the season that, all right, Evan Mobley is going to come off the bench. Like, there's no, because you're going to start Lori, you're going to start uh, Jared Allen. Like, it's yeah. okay. You can have a high draft pick. He doesn't have to start. Like, he could come off the bench, learn into the center position, which takes a little bit more time to, you know, really develop somebody. Uh, when you think about all the good centers in the league, uh, they take a little, most of them take a little bit more time. Just like the once generational talents that can just walk in and do that. But mm-hmm. dog, all three of them are starting and I don't know how they're going to stop this Charlotte team. <laughs> I oh really don't man. like, I, I, I don't know how they're going to, they, they have the length, but are, are they going to be agile enough? Are they going to be able to move enough? Like, you know, you got Gordon Hayward, LaMelo ball, uh, mm-hmm and all these other guys and you're just like they're going to run up and down the court like they might run these bigs off the gym like they can get to the paint the hardest can get to the paint and they get to the paint get these guys in foul trouble then oh I I just don't I don't know I don't think Cleveland is it I think Mm -hmm. Cleveland is going to have an issue scoring if if Laurie is not on, if Evan Mobley can't give an excellent performance like he did in that first game, I don't know where the scoring is gonna come for these guys. Darius Garland hasn't proved that he can be a night in, night out scorer. He's a kind of a guy that kind of flashes at times, but he yeah. hasn't proved that he can just come in and be that second scorer that they need. And they can't Colin Sexton can't do it all. He just right. can't. So uh I don't know. I'm all over Charlotte, minus two and a half here.
0: Yeah. If we're going to go back and look at the Pacers game, I think we have to give a lot of credit for the Charlotte Hornets, the way they battled back in that second half uh, against the Pacers in their first game. They got the victory by one point. We kind of go through the box where there are four of their five starters were all in double figures for the Charlotte Hornets, right? The only player that wasn't was Mason Plumlee, um, but he still had eight points in that game. He grabbed 10 rebounds, five assists for them. So um I really like this team. Again, they have Ish Smith coming off of their bench as a guy, like you said, getting up and down the court. Probably one of the fastest guys in the NBA, if not the fastest guy. Him and De'Aaron Fox, I think, are probably two of the fastest guys. So I think we might see a lot of pace in this game. And again, the the Cleveland Cavaliers gave up 131 points in regulation in 48 minutes to the Memphis Grizzlies in their opening night game. So I kind of do like the over in this game i think like you said that we might see a lot of pace but more so i'm probably looking at um the uh, the charlotte hornets team total here uh against the uh cleveland cavaliers, cleveland cavaliers here tonight so that's going to be the pick for me in this game uh currently seeing at, let me see if i can pull that up here real quick what that number is on that team total um it is 114 points for the Charlotte Hornets. So I'm going that way. Uh and player prep, I do like again Lamelo ball. He balled out in that opening night, scored 31 points. Uh, he had about seven rebounds, I believe, in this game, also, uh, for the Hornets. Uh, yeah, nine rebounds and seven assists. So I think that. If you like Lamelo Ball, yeah. you probably want to take a look at his combination of points, rebounds, and assists. So that's where I'm kind of at with this game. Any thoughts yeah, on the total any
1: player props? Sprinkle on the three D too. Hey, sprinkle on his three D. He's he's on triple double watch every oh, night. Yeah. Like Lamelo does this. He he's definitely one of those guys that can be on triple double watch every night. And he very 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 was close to having it in the first game of the season. So I would sprinkle on his triple double uh, here or there where you think he has a plus matchup.
0: Let me see if I can find a triple double prop on him. Ooh, twenty five to one. Yeah, twenty five right. to They're, one.
1: As soon as he, as soon as he gets one, two, three of those things, like, and possibly a few of them might come in a row, that's yeah. gonna drop. Like he's gonna be somewhere around the range. I predict by end of the season he's gonna be somewhere around the range of, you know, Jokic, Luka, and Harton, where you're getting like five to one, six to one odds on them getting a triple double. So yeah. yeah, eat that up now.
0: man. Let's move on to the next game here. We have the Toronto Raptors visiting the Boston Celtics. Uh, Celtics currently favored by minus six and a half with a total of 218. Uh, What are you looking at for this game, Terrell?
1: Uh,
0: Jason Tatum's got to bounce back, right? Oh, God. Oh, my God.
1: He shot shot like under 25%.
0: Yeah. He was 7 of 30 from the field in that game. Yeah,
1: so he 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 was really really bad and he ended up finishing with 20 points, but it took double overtime to get there. Yeah. So uh yeah, this Celtics team is coming off a double overtime game, one day of rest. I know those guys are just as tired as the Knicks were, but ah, mm-hmm. uh, Toronto looks so bad. Like it Toronto looks so bad. Like that was the Wizards that that routed them. They couldn't score they 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 shot as bad as Jason Tatum did. Like at least <laughs> Jason Tatum was the only one on his team shooting bad. The whole Toronto team was shooting like Jason Tatum. Yeah. So uh I don't know. I think Jason Tatum bounces back. And with that, that's that's gonna be hard to stop if he's on and the rest of this Boston Celtics team is on. This number is high at six and a half. I really, what was it? Six and a half, seven and a half? Six like, and a half. For the Celtics. Yeah, six and a half. This is this is high. I really don't like it this high, but ah, I can't feel confident in,
0: in the in Raptors.
1: Laying, huh? Yeah, any Raptors right now. I can't be confident giving the Raptors any points right now.
0: Yeah, I think I also want to rebound and shout out to a huge shout out to Jalen Brown when he did on opening night. I mean, this guy absolutely in the first quarter just came out on fire, dropped 46 points in that uh, opening game against the Knicks and that double overtime fish with 46. 16 of 30 shooting, 8 of 14 from three-point land. And, yeah, like we talked about, Jason Tatum, I'm pretty sure that he's going to have a better night tonight, so you probably want to look at some of his player props. He was 7 of 30 from the field, 2 of 15 from three-point line. Terrell, that's not going to get it done for you, especially when he's supposed to be the best uh. player on this team. So I'm probably looking at some Jason Tatum props here tonight for him to bounce back. I'm currently seeing a 27-and-a-half uh, points prop on him. I may go over that here in the home opener, but, yeah, I'm kind of torn on this uh, on this um on this uh spread here too man uh six and a half seems a little high but we're both expecting toronto to shoot better i mean it can't get any worse than it was against the yeah, uh, washington can. wizards
1: fred van fleet was off like they, they can't possibly shoot worse but it's like what does better look like how much better do they get like that was a pretty bad performance and they ended up you know making it look a little bit better by the end of the game but yeah There was, they were through three quarters and hadn't even got 50 points yet. Like, they were, it was in the third quarter that they scored their 50th point. That's, that's not going to cut it, especially against the Wizards. So, like I said, uh, yeah, I'm on Tatum props. I think his rebound prop uh, is something to look at too. It was at six and a half last game. It probably went up a little bit more because this team still, struggles rebounding the ball and jason tatum and Jalen brown are two guys that have to clean up for that and make up for that by getting boards themselves they they're not getting that production from the center position again this year so yeah uh i'm all over jason tatum's rebounds and i think that that's something that you can really take advantage of because they're not gonna they're not gonna inflate it he like he's on double double watch every night
0: to me Mm -hmm. yeah yeah currently seeing uh jason tatum rebounding prop at seven and a half and last game he had 11 Despite, yeah, that was in double overtime. But again, uh, we've talked about how the Celtics don't have that true big man. I know they have Robert Williams starting, but I think Jason Tatum, definitely a guy that can get rebounds for you. Like I said, 11 in his last game. Um, Any thoughts on the total here, Terrell? No, I don't really have a lean towards the total. I
1: would I would say. Over, but if Toronto does doesn't come shooting, then yeah. I think if anything, I would take a stab at the Celtics team total over. Okay, and see, and because I trust that they're gonna put points up, but I can't trust this Toronto team right now.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I I, I gotta again, it's a wait and see approach about what kind of Toronto Raptors team we see uh, to sorry tonight against you know coming off of that brutal shooting night. Currently seeing the Boston Celtics team total at one twelve and a half. So um we'll see how that kind of plays out uh tonight against the boston celtics uh let's go to the next game maybe one of the games of the night it's probably the premier game uh we got the brooklyn nets heading to philadelphia uh the brooklyn nets currently favored by minus three a total of 226 um i'm leaning towards the nets here but uh terrell what do you got on this game
1: I'm still mad that I'm not going to cash my Ben Simmons prop today because (laughs) Ben Simmons is still not playing. Um, I I hope that I don't push this prop the whole season. I hope at some point he gets traded and plays a game so he can miss that first free throw. But all right. Um, But to the actual people that are playing in the game tonight, uh, this Philly team is scrappy when it comes to the Nets. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't just lie. They just don't lie over when it comes to the Nets. Like the Nets again. They didn't have anybody that could stop Giannis. Who is going to stop Joel and beat this game? Right. There is not a single person that can, you know, attack Joel beat in the post that can, um, you know, hold him back when he gets into the post and gets down low. And there's nobody that can even cover him on the outside and yeah. how big and long he is on the outside. Maybe KD steps up and does that when he steps outside, but then he'll just back KD down in the post. And I don't think KD has anything for him. And if he does, he's going to pick up quick fouls. So, yeah, no, Joel B is a monster. He is a guy that's that is in the MVP discussion every single year just Mm -hmm. like Giannis. And I don't think that Brooklyn has anything for that. And with that, if you notice, this is where I'm coming to one of my props for this game. Joel Embiid has been able to dish the ball out whenever they come in and they bring that double team. to him. he's been making good decisions with the basketball and where he doesn't have to be the one scoring. And so if the rest of that 76ers team plays up for the moment, then, uh, it's a whole bunch of assists for Joel Embiid, so I like his assist prop today. Um, taking his assist prop, I think it's at three and a half, maybe four and a half right now. Okay. And even so, I like it. I like it up to four and a half. I think that's the highest that I'll take it. But I think he'll definitely dish out and get a few assists, probably to those shooters on the outside and run the score up on Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, I think this might be a game that we probably see probably see points, like you said. I think that the jo- uh, Joel Embiid and the Sixers might be able to get anything inside, like the Milwaukee Bucks did against the uh, against the Brooklyn Nets on opening night. Um, but there's another player on this squad that I think is being undervalued. I think it's the guy that we really talked about is Patty Mills. Last game, he paid 29 minutes to a seven of seven from three point land, dropped 21 points, and currently seeing his player prop at nine and a half points. Now, if he's going to be playing, yeah, if he's going to be playing 25 plus minutes, there's no reason why he's not going to get be able to get 10 points. And not just because he's not just a three-point shooter, he can get to the basket and he can get those layups. He he gets in the Uh fast break, he can knock down those mid-range jump shots. So I kind of like Patty Mills here over the Uh nine and a half points on the player prop. I am leaning towards the Nets here. I think the Nets probably can bounce back here. But again, I think it's going to be a game where they kind of have to outscore them if that kind of makes sense because they don't have an answer like you alluded to with Joel Embiid. Um, So I'm leaning, I'm being a little square here. I'm going to take the Nets minus three and also like the over 226. Uh, Any other thoughts on this game for you, Toriel, as far as side or total?
1: No, I like the the over, especially for a Nets game. This is a a relatively low total for a Nets game. Yeah. And uh, I think, so I like the over as well. I'm on philly plus three i think okay. that this is a close game i think this is a one possession game at the end of it and mm. you know it's going to come down to who gets the ball last so okay. i'll take philly plus the three
0: yeah definitely looking forward to this game here uh it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch between the brooklyn nets and the 76ers let's take a break here we're halfway through the stay. we'll come back and preview the second half of the uh nba schedule here tonight and we'll be right back Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Rosser brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing, and PropSwap is your home for the best World Series futures. All season long, PropSwappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Use a your promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time. So so your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, it just needs to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. Prop Swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Coming off of the break, Dan, Dan, Terrell, we're going from the most exciting uh, game of the night between the Nets and the Sixers to probably the most boring game of the night, which will feature the Oklahoma City Thunder visiting my Houston Rockets. Currently seeing the Rockets favored by minus three points with a total of 221 in this game. Um, Not the most exciting game, like I mentioned, uh, Terrell, but where you at with this game?
1: Hey, hey, first of all, first of all, just because me and Dan are black, don't mean you can get our <laughs> names mixed up. Just because we're two black guys, we do not look alike. Let's go ahead and make sure that's known right now.
0: <laughs> the funny part was I was I was talking to Dan last night about recording the NFL propcast and if he was gonna be out in Vegas this weekend for the Eagles game, but he said he couldn't make it because of some uh some some things going on, but uh that was well it was in the back of my mind and then we come back on and i was like i was like dan oh no it's terrell it's terrell guy sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, uh no, where no. we where are we at with this game uh terrell
1: yeah it's uh possibly one of the most boring games of the night but i love so many plays in this game yeah you know? like i do oh man that's a lot of this is this is probably a same game parlay game for me like this is one of those yeah this is one of those games where it's just a lot of props that I love in this game we could uh before I even talk about my side on this game Lou Dort if anybody knows me anybody knows me at all and just hears me when I talk about Lou Dort Lou Dort has quickly become so quickly one of my favorite players in the league he went from a guy that was in the NBA bubble that couldn't hit the broadside of a barn with a basketball (laughs) and they there was the teams were the uh Rockets were literally just letting him shoot, like not even trying to defend him. Comes back not even off season later because it wasn't a real offseason, two and a half months later, and yeah. is a sharp shooter from three. A sharp shooter. He is training threes this preseason that they just had 14.7 points. Five threes uh, attempted a game. 3.3 made a game. Like, Lou Dort is like that. I love his over one-and-a-half threes prop. I think that he's going to get the opportunity with this Houston defense. They're going to lapse and not rotate over enough times. And Lou Dort is going to find the corner of the basket a few times. Uh, So I love Lou Dort's threes in this matchup. I think 1.5 is too low. Uh I think he's going up to two and a half in a lot of spots. Two and a half is plus money. You can lay a little bit more juice and get the one point five either, but I like two and a half as well. I think three threes is in the possibility for Lou Dort. I think he's gonna be that type of guy where he's gonna be hitting threes like that for this whole season like he was doing for a majority of last season before he got hurt um yeah, man, I don't even i'm yeah what, go ahead. what you got.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, I agree with everything you said. That that when uh, the Rockets faced the Thunder in that uh, in that in the in the playoffs in that first round, when Chris Paul was on the Thunder, they were letting this guy shoot and they were daring him to shoot, and then he came back. What last season, and just became a a le- couple months, yeah, and it like yeah, we talked about. It. It's not even a a a, a long. Um, it wasn't a long offseason. It was a couple months, like you said, and this guy just comes back and starts. Knocking down shots. I mean, give him a lot of credit for working on a shot, obviously, but uh for Dort to come out and, and and you know improve not only his shooting, but like you talked about uh Terrell with him improving his uh his points per game average also. So uh you said you like the over one and a half, possibly at two and a half, uh, for Luke Dort to go over his three-point shots made.
1: Yes, I love it. I think that's uh one of my favorite props on the day. I think he'll hit. Three, I think three is a good number. He'll be at probably like three for six, three for seven. He's going to get the attempts yeah. in this game. And, you know, he's very efficient when he gets those good looks at the basket. So yeah. I think three is a really good number for Ludor. I like two and a half. I love one and a half. So if you find one and a half anywhere, take it and yeah. don't even think about it. But two and a half, I still like two and a half, especially getting it at plus money.
0: Yeah. If you kind of go back to what he did in opening night, he did get six attempts up. He made one of them. Um, two of 10 from the field, not a great shooting night for him. But again, you're playing against a Rockets team tonight that had so many turnovers in that first game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. It was just embarrassing to see at some points. And Anthony Edwards was absolutely torching the Rockets. Him and Carl Anthony Towns were pretty much getting whatever they want. So I think that we'll probably see a lot more pace in this game. Uh, Defensively, this Rockets team is going to be one of the worst in the entire league, at least early on, because – Again, when you have a lot of young guys, they just want to go out and get buckets. And I think for this game, at least, I don't really have a a lean on the side here. But again, at least for this total, I kind of lean towards the over because I think you know you have a lot of young guys, like I said, in this game um, that probably will will be getting up and down. And one player prop I do like for this game, uh, this guy was a cash cow for us last season, uh, Terrell. SGA, Shea Gilkis-Alexander. I'm going over 21 and a half points. I locked this in earlier today. It moved to 22 and a half. I think he's going to come out and have a big game here against this Rockets defense. Um, the guy's a baller, man. Just because he's in the OKC market, he's not on the national stage. But true basketball fans know SGA is a baller. This guy's a bucket. 7 of 17 from the field against the Utah Jazz. 1 of 7 from three-point land. Again, not a great shooting night overall for the Thunder. But I think that they're going to come out and play well against the Houston Rockets here tonight. So I'm taking over 21 and a half points on SGA for this game.
1: Yep, and I'm on the uh the Rockets, not the Rockets. Boo! I'm on the Thunder as the side. The Thunder okay. came coming off that game against the Jazz, and you know the Jazz are a pretty good scoring team in their own right. They held the Jazz to. Uh, just a little over a hundred points, and I think yeah. that's I think that's pretty good. I think there's some merit in that. It, yeah. It's early on in the season; we can't say anything about them defensively yet. But you know, we know Lou Dort is a lockdown defender, and you know he's one of those guys that's going to quickly rise and become an all defensive type of player, mm-hmm. and you know one of those guys in the future that's probably going to pl- have a play for defensive player of the year. So, um. I think that this team is a little bit better than we're giving them credit for defensively. And it yeah. could possibly, this possibly could stretch over the whole season, not just one game that we saw. So I'm on the Thunder here. I think the Thunder clamped down on defense a
0: little bit and are able to score points. I like it, man. I think, yeah, there's going to be a, I'll definitely be watching this game because it is one of my, or it is my hometown team. But I definitely want to see how the young guys play in this game. So I'll definitely have my eyes on this game. Let's go over to the next game here. We've got the New Orleans Pelicans without Zion going to the Chicago Bulls. uh, Currently seeing the Bulls favored by six points in this game over under 222. Maybe some revenge angle here for Lonzo Ball in this game going up against his (laughs) former team. Terrell, what are you thinking for this game, bud?
1: Lonzo is not the revenge game type of guy. Like Lonzo is just... (laughs) Oh, uh, he, he's like, he's cool. He's chill. Like, I'm trying to just go in and do my job. I'm, if you want me to shoot, I'll shoot. But I'm probably not going to shoot for real. Like, I just want to get the offense going and have an effect on the game. And so Lonzo is super chill about it. I don't think Lonzo is getting in, getting into this, that revenge game narrative things at all. Like, that's just not his personality. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're probably right. You know, he seems like a, a nonchalant kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. If yeah you need it's me like, here, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. You I know, mean, my, I'm here. My old team, but you know, you the Lakers, me, my old know. team too. Like, you yeah. know. And then my dad was a, was a Hornets fan, so I guess they kind of, you know, revenge. Like, I guess, like, you know, whatever. Nah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I think I don't like this Bulls team. I don't. Okay. I don't like the Bulls team. I, I. I I don't know what it is. I don't know. I, I I just don't like them. They really really got lucky with getting that cover against uh the Pistons. Pistons. Yeah. No, Kate Cunningham. Like this is basically the same Pistons team we saw last year. Like they struggled to get the cover there, and they brought in all these new faces. And you know, so I don't know. I really I really don't like this Chicago team. I just. Is something that I can't put my finger on it. I can't put my finger on it, but it's something that I don't like. And maybe it's because Zach is in the picture. Maybe Zach just doesn't need to be, you know, a part of this team. Like, I get that he dropped, you know, 30-something points last game. Yeah. But it's, some, it's somebody in that that big four they have mm-hmm. is not meshing. Somebody is not – somebody is taking away from the other three, and I can't put my finger on who it is – and I, I just feel like it's Zach, even though he's get, he got the work in the first game.
0: I kind of feel like it's DeRozan because I feel like they could have done without him. I mean, you have Zach Levine who can sh- like get buckets. You needed a, a a legitimate point guard. They got at that in Lonzo, so I like that backcourt. And then you had your yeah. inside guy with Vucevic, right? So yeah, fit with DeMar DeRozan. I mean, I understand that he's a veteran. The guy can get you points, but... It'll be interesting to see now this line just moved in front of me to minus six and a half in the total to two twenty two or sorry two twenty three so um I- I'm guessing you're on the pelicans here if uh if it's now up to plus six and a half federal uh,
1: yeah still yeah still plus six and a half I still okay. like it I think the pelicans make this a close game and they're uh sprinkle on the money line sprinkle okay. on plus two o five pelicans this could be this yeah this could be a, a that's juicy this could be a real spot where the pelicans get up and you know get a win so um i'm i'm not i'm not i'm just not sold i don't think that this team this bulls team is meshing and uh there's there's something off when you watch them play and i i'm pretty sure we know it's not lonzo and we know it's not vu so it's one of either zach or DeRozan, yeah. and somebody is setting them back
0: yeah well yeah we'll definitely keep an eye on all these teams for sure and i think uh this will be another game i'll have on one of my screens uh just because i've been I- i'm high on this bulls team but I- i'm i'm very very uh pessimistic right now on this bulls team but this will be a fun game to watch for sure let's go over to our next game we have the san antonio spurs headed to the mile high city to take on the denver nuggets currently seeing a line of the denver nuggets favored minus seven and a half a little bit of juice on their side with a total of 221 uh terrell where are you at with this game and does, does the joker dominate inside against the spurs team
1: Oh, the Spurs are such a melatonin basketball team. Oh my God. Like, how do you get how do you get excited to see the Spurs? Like, how do you get excited to see a Spurs game? We talked about the Thunder and the Rockets game being the most boring game. At least we got some stars or some some people to watch. Yeah, it's just how this Greg Pop system that you don't nobody there is gonna break out to be a star just because of how the system is, and so we're just like. Oh, this team is just so boring. Yes, give me Denver by a million. I mean yeah. uh Jokic who I don't know who is gonna slow Jokic down at all offensively. And I don't think that Jacob Podle uh is good enough to take advantage of Jokic's terrible defense. Mm. So I I just don't know where the holes is is going to fall to keep up with the track meet that Denver is about to put on them.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think that um, the Spurs team has a lot of guard guards and forwards on their team. I think there's a log jam for the Spurs team there. Um, And this Denver Nuggets team, and they look really good against the Phoenix Suns on opening night led by the Joker, obviously. But, um, you know, uh, even though they don't have Jamal Murray, we talked about, I think there's more than enough to compensate with this team uh, with uh, Monte Morris, with, Michael Porter Jr. with um, Will Barton, who was missed a lot of last season. Um, so I, I like this Denver Nugget team. I'll also lay the points here, minus seven and a half against the uh, San Antonio Spurs uh, tonight in Denver. Any thoughts on the total there at 221?
1: Um, Not really. I think that maybe over. Maybe okay. over is the way to go that, you know, it, while I do think that Denver is going to put up a lot of points and just get out ahead, I don't think that this Spurs team is just going to go away. I think they're going to get, you know, they got guys like Kelden Johnson, like they can, and, you know, Derek white and uh, Javante Murray, like they can get points and they can score the basketball on their own. Right. I just don't think that they'll be able to go, you know, like Denver might score every possession. I don't think that yeah. they can keep up. I don't think they can keep up that pace in scoring.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think that maybe a Denver Nuggets team total might be a, a good look here for this game between these two teams. Um, yeah. But any, any? Do you have any player props for this game, or you want to move on to the next game?
1: Uh, we can move on. I just say Michael Porter Jr. The breakout's coming. You know, okay. he's going to be a guy that uh, can one day lead the league in scoring. So it, it, it's going to come where he's where his points prop is just way too low.
0: Okay. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think that we're all kind of waiting for Michael Porter Jr. kind of break out here. Let's go over to the next game. We have the Utah Jazz going into Sacramento to take on the De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton backcourt. Uh, currently seeing the Utah Jazz favored on the road by six points, over under at 226.5. Uh, Terrell, where are you at with this game, buddy? Utah our cover artist
1: i don't know why this is so i don't know why this is so low I, I would feel like it. i feel like it should be over eight okay is it are we are we putting too much stock into the kings beating portland
0: i think so, we are and i think that was my first thoughts when i saw this game is when you all when you just said is that jazz just come out and cover games um all of a sudden, we know the media outlets or the sport outlets are saying, hey, this Sacramento Kings team is going to be different this year just because they beat the Portland Trail Blazers on opening night. We all know the Trail Blazers always get out to a slow start at the beginning of seasons. They have a new head coach, so he's probably still working through rotations and trying to get a feel of guys of who play well with each other and whatnot, but... Let's not forget Sacramento. Who's their head coach still? Luke Walton. Yeah, I'm not a believer in <laughs> Luke Walton. Come on, man. Um, I think, yeah, I, this line may seem a little trappy, but I'm I'm back in the Utah Jazz here. Um, I do love the over in this game, though, 226 and a half. I think that's a little conservative for me, uh-huh. especially with the firepower on both sides for this offense. Uh, again, I think the Jazz will shoot better uh, than they did against the Thunder. Sacramento were getting whatever they wanted against Portland. They have a lot of guys that can put the ball inside the basket. So um, I really like this over at 226 and a half. Uh, leaning towards the Jazz also on my minus six. Uh, you're also leaning with the Jazz here, uh, Terrell.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think the Jazz can potentially win this by double digits. Yeah. Um, especially if the, if the shooting is not there for – uh, the Kings where they kind of got off to a little bit of slow start against Portland. If they get mm-hmm. into a slow start against the jazz, I don't think there's any coming back from that. So uh, yeah, it was a couple of guys in that team that wasn't hitting, you know, wasn't hitting early on. So I, I think that the jazz is a safe bet here at minus uh, all the way. Honestly, I think it's double digits. Like I think this is a double digit win for them. And this is one of those jazz easy covers that where yeah. you're like, yeah, this line was way too low.
0: Okay. I agree with everything that you said, man. I think, yeah, this Jazz team is, I mean, they return the same squad like we talked about in the, in the preseason shows that they have pretty much the same guys back. Just, I'm, not, I'm still very skeptical about this Sacramento Kings team. So let's go over to the last game of the night, a probably a revenge spot for the Lakers here as they welcome the Phoenix Suns into L.A., after the Phoenix Suns absolutely murdered them in the first round of the playoffs last year. Currently seeing the Lakers favored by just a point here uh, against the Phoenix Suns, a total of 221.5. Terrell, through King James and Anthony Davis, avenged their first-round exit last year and their opening night loss against Chris Paul and Devin Booker. What are you thinking?
1: Oh, I pray to God they do. Oh, I pray they do because... <laughs> I can just hear everybody in the media outlets after this Lakers team starts 0-2. And it's like, you shouldn't be surprised that they start 0-2 because, you know, they got in a completely new team. Mm -hmm. Like there's a completely new team there. So it's not surprising that they have early season struggles, but because it's a LeBron James led team, because you got Anthony Davis and you got Russell Westbrook and you know, you got Carmelo Anthony, you got all these guys, all these big names. It's like, Oh, they should win games. They should win games. And it's like, no, this is why I was on the under uh, I mean, I was on the over their seating of two and a half when we were talking about the sharp off because yeah. this team is going to lose games. They're going to lose a lot of games. They're going to mm-hmm. be probably about a fifth seed, fourth or fifth seed in the West. And so this is very this this is known. I was on the uh the Warriors in that first game, and I'm gonna take the Lakers here because this is a revenge game spot. This feels like a spot that they definitely want to get up for, even though it's only like three people that was on that team yeah (laughs) so to the whole rest of the team this means nothing but to those three people that were on the team I guess this means a lot so and because it's Anthony Davis and LeBron if they put together another scoring night like they did against the Warriors and the rest of the team catches up then that Lakers squad will be terrifying
0: yeah I mean as long as you still have Anthony Davis and LeBron on this team from that last season playoff exit I still think that's going to be on the back of their minds, obviously winning. They want to win a game right You're early on in the season here. Um, if we kind of go back and look at the box score against the opening night against the Warriors, Anthony Davis and LeBron James combined for 67 of the 114. They were the only two players in double figures for this team. So we talked about that. It's going to take a little bit for this time. There's this team to mesh together because of the personalities and the players that you have, but I think this is a spot that they can probably get right being a, a short, small, very favorite at all or pretty much a pick them in this game. Um, and again, LeBron and Anthony Davis both played 35 plus minutes on opening night. They did have two nights off here. I think they'll be ready to play tonight against the Phoenix Suns team. Um, again, like I said, after the first round exit that they had lost uh, in, uh, in the playoffs last year. Any thoughts on the total here, Terrell? Yeah, I think this is an under game. Um,
1: You know, when we think of that playoff series, a lot of those games were going under, under, under. And, like, they weren't just going under by a little bit. They were going under by a lot. Yeah. So it was like um, a 220 over under, and the game was coming in consistently at 207, 208, 209. Like, they were going under by a good amount. And I don't think this Lakers team, even though while, you know, it's only like three people on that team uh, that's still there, but I don't think that they're going to run the score up on anybody. Yeah. I I just don't think that that's who they are. I don't think they're a team run the score up. So I think this game goes under. I can see this game being somewhere around a 95-89 finish or something like that.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think that you know the, that that first game against the Golden State Warriors, um, Warriors like to push the ball. We know that. Like we've seen that all throughout under mm-hmm. Steve Kerr with 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 uh, Steph Curry, Clay, Draymond, they like to push the pace. The, the Lakers don't want to do that, right? They're more of a half-court team. They want to slow down the pace, get the guys in the in the in the right spots. And I think same thing with Phoenix, right? If we take a look at their first game, uh, they only had 101 possessions uh in that first game. So uh, they also like to slow it in. I think that you're right. We'll probably see more of the pace that we saw in the, in the first round of playoffs between those two teams last year. And I agree with you. I also agree with the under uh, 221 and a half year. Um, that will bring it to the end of the games here. Let's take one last break here. Uh, Terrell, we'll come back. We'll give out our best pets and then we'll give out our Friday parlays keeps offers a simple stress-free way to keep your hair convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months you don't even have to leave your home low-cost treatments start at just ten dollars per month and keeps offers generic versions discreet packaging and proven results keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors prevention is the key treatments can take four to six months to see results so act fast if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash SGP to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash S-G-P. Do you wish you could have had stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well now, Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility prediction strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks it's like robin hood and DraftKings had a baby prediction strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game don't just bet on your favorite players start investing in them simply download prediction strikes new and easy to use app from the app store or sign up at predictionstrike.com to create an account use promo code NBA. then deposit funds to buy and sell and hold shares of your favorite players just like they were real stocks. The value of players will change based upon game performances and supply and demand will ch- and you can trade your shares of players at any time, as long as a player isn't currently in a game. Sign up with promo code SGPN NBA to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And last but not least, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, Terrell, let's get to our best bets first. Uh, Whatever you got here, man, it could be a side, a total, a player prop. Uh, Give me your best bet for tonight's uh, games here on Friday night. All right, so
1: let's do uh, three quick ones. Okay. Uh, talked about it earlier. Pacers plus one and a half. Okay. I am fading this Wizards team. Uh, Lou Dort's uh, threes, wherever you can get it at. If two and a half, get it for plus money. If it's two and a half and it's um, not plus money, I don't think you want to go ahead and risk the capital. Um, there's other. It's a really big slate, other games to play, even though I do like it. I like it better at plus money. And mm-hmm. if you can get it at one and a half, I don't care what you pay for it, take it. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then last one, Marcus Smart assists. I see it at over five and a half. Okay. In twenty games last year without Kemba Walker, Marcus Smart averaged six point three assists.
0: Boom. Like
1: this that. is this is a low total. He's gonna get he he's the ball hander of this unit now, and yeah. I think that his assist numbers are gonna skyrocket. And I think it's by this point in the season, it's gonna be at around that seven and a half range every game for Marcus Smart. So get him while you can now.
0: Okay, there we go. So just to recap, Terrell's three best bets for tonight: he's going Pacers plus the one and a half. Uh, Luke Dort, you can get it at one and a half if you can slam it but he also is comfortable with that two and a half over three point shots made. And then Marcus smart over five and a half assist for the Boston Celtics tonight, taking on the Toronto Raptors for my best bets. Um, I'm going to go with, let's see here, man. I'd like a couple options here. I'm going to go with the over in the jazz and the King game at over 226 and a half. Uh, I really like that. This, this, this number, Uh, Again, two great offenses. I think we'll see a lot of pace, a lot of shot making. Both teams have guys that can put the ball inside the basket. Um, Let's also go with – I'm going to lock up the Lakers tonight, man. Let's go minus one on the Lakers. I think, again, revenge for Anthony Davis and LeBron James after that first-round exit last year. Um, I think they'll be ready to play tonight two nights off after having that that opening night loss against the Golden State Warriors, so they should be rested and ready to go. Um, and then for a player prop, um, SGA man, I, I really like this prop for tonight against the Rockets, a team that's going to be struggling defensively a lot uh, throughout the season. So, Shea Gilkis Alexander over 21 and a half points for the Thunder tonight against the Rockets. Terrell, the moment we've been waiting for, buddy, give me let's your go, Friday parlay. What do you got for the Friday's for the DGens?
1: parlays? Yes, plus 800 parlay degens. All right. I'm going to take my best bet. Pacers plus one and a half. Okay. Throw that in there. Let's do Knicks first half minus four and a half. Uh, We're going to ride the Knicks first half train Look to the beginning of this season until they show us wrong. And I just think this Magic team is going to get out slow, especially with the uh, defense travels. At the end of the day, defense travels. Okay, yeah. Charlotte minus two and a half. I think that... Uh, they're going to steamroll over the Cavs today. And then Celtics money line, just win the game, Celtics. I, I don't care about the six and points, just win the game. There we go. So repeat that one more time for the people. All right, Pacers, plus one and a half. Knicks, first half spread, minus four and a half. Charlotte, full game, minus two and a half. Celtics money line.
0: There we go. That's uh, Friday parlay from Terrell. Um, for mine, man, it's not as exciting as yours, but I'm going to try to find something here. Let's do this. I have a same game parlay that I'm going to add one more, um, Ooh. one more leg to it. And let's go with, let's go the Lakers minus the one and under two twenty one and a half, and a half. And I will add in the Utah jazz at the over two twenty six and a half. and a half. And I'm gonna add in that uh, team total for the Boston Celtics uh, for tonight, so that should get you to around ten to one. Also, maybe a little yeah. less, than that, Depending on your book, but I should be around ten to one. So that's gonna be Lakers minus one and the under two twenty one and a half. Let's go over the two twenty six and a half in the Jazz and the uh, Kings game, and then the Boston Celtics. Team total over one twelve and a half. and a half, I believe I see it. Let me double check that. Um, yeah, one twelve and a half. and a half. So that'll get you to 9 to 1 or 10 to 1. So those are our bets here for the NBA Friday night schedule. We gave out some best bets, sides, player props, totals, and then again, Fridays parlays are back, baby. Uh Terrell, any final thoughts, buddy? What do you got? Oh man. Um Tracy McGrady's
1: not on the NBA 75 list. Dwight <laughs> Howard's not on the NBA 75 list. Uh uh Penny got hurt. I can kind of live with Penny, but you gotta give me Tracy. And you gotta give me Dwight. Like, come on, let's not forget who Dwight Howard was in Orlando. Let's
0: not forget people. I agree with you, man. We'll, we'll dig a little deeper on that on Monday um, uh, or one of these nights that we have like a less game so we can dig into that list. I'll let it marinate. I'm going to go back and look at the list again, and I agree with you about Dwight Howard. Tracy McGrady and Penny are question marks for me. Tracy was with Houston. I only thing I remember about him was the absolute soul he took out of Sean Bradley in the playoffs where he just <laughs> dunked all over him. And then the 13 points in 33 seconds with like the biggest sad face I've ever seen from Greg Popovich when they play the Spurs. I think it was like for his first or second season with the Rockets, but we'll get into that later, but we'll let that marinate on that list. Um, That's going to wrap up the show for tonight, guys. Terrell, let the people know where they can find you on Twitter, man.
1: Hey, on twitter at really real underscore underscore, and you know we here all season with the nBA gambling podcast we going we're going find a way and we're gonna record and get you this content all season, so you better make sure you a hey, subscribe yes, leave a sir. review Re- leave a review, talk good about being moon dog. tell them how you like nope. the show, tell them how you think we're doing, and all of that, even if you don't like the show, leave a review we 're still going to read it, we might talk shit, but hey that's what I do i'm gonna talk shit regardless.
0: Terrell welcomes the trolls on Twitter, so if you have beef with him or if you have anything nice to say, come on, we need to spread some positivity around. We want to talk basketball, hit us up on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter also, at SportsNerd824. Like Terrell said, subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast. We're going to be cranking out these pods. We're a little late this uh, this morning slash afternoon, but we made sure – we made sure that we were going to get this out to you guys in time for the game. So uh, with that being said, good luck with your bets tonight in the NBA and all across the weekend, we will be back uh, hopefully next week, next Monday. We'll get, uh, we'll get it under control, get it out sooner if we can, but till then, let's break the books off and let it ride. Basketball, the